Welcome to episode 265 here on Jumpstart Your Joy. This week, we're looking back on the episode that was recorded live at She Podcast Live with my good friend, Mallory Weisong, who was there at the convention with me. And it really is one of my personal favorite episodes from season five. We're looking at the six most joyful things that we observed during this really amazing conference that was the first of its kind, all intended for women who are in podcasting. And I have to say that it was a very transformative event for me. It really showed me podcasting and the podcasting community in a new way. And I love that you all loved the episode as well. So before we get to the episode, I want to first say thank you so much for tuning in this week. Thank you for being a part of this community and this audience. It really means a lot to me. And I hope you're enjoying these look back episodes as we revisit some of these most favorite episodes from season five. If you are new or you want to find out more about me and the show, welcome and thank you. You can find the website at jumpstartyourjoy.com. And if you want to find show notes with lots of links back to the things that Mallory and I are talking about in this episode, you can find it at jumpstartyourjoy.com forward slash 265, 265 being the episode number we're at right now. And of course, you can look around there. You can find 264 past episodes to binge listen to if you need a little more joy in your life right now. And maybe you will share one with a friend. While you're on the website, of course, you can also sign up for the Three Joyful Things newsletter. It's right there front and center on the homepage. And when you do sign up, you get a little reminder that there's a new episode out to go listen to straight to your inbox. The other thing that I would ask if you're listening and you're enjoying what you hear, would you please leave a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts. I don't ask for it often, but it really does make a big difference. Part of the crazy little algorithm in the back of Apple Podcasts. If you leave a review, it actually really does help other people find the episodes that are similar to the ones that they have been listening to. And it gets the show in front of more people. I'm going to reflect a little bit here, looking back on what was now almost a year ago when this episode is airing. She Podcast Live was a conference uh, that happened in Atlanta, Georgia in mid-October of 2019. And there were, I think, 600 women there that came from across the globe, all to talk about podcasting. And it really was a special and magical event. It really felt, and you could sense throughout, that Jessica and Elsie, the two people who created both the She Podcast group on Facebook, which you should go check out, and who created this conference, were so mindful and so intentional with the way that they wanted this convention to be that it was completely inspiring. They set the tone of, you know, this is a community, we're all here to help each other and to really interact with one another. And I really love what they pulled together. And I also love the many connections that I made at that conference. So many of the guests from October on this last year, so many of those women were all people that I met in person at that one event. So I'm so hopeful that they will be able to have another one of these events in the coming year. And of course, I will be there. <laughs> and I'm just really excited to share this conversation. And also a big shout out to Mallory Weisong. 
Mallory had been my virtual assistant for, I think, three years going into the event, and it was a treat to get to hang out with her in person in Atlanta. Since that time, she has gone on to start her own thing, and so she's no longer my virtual assistant, and I do miss her incredibly. She brought so much joy and so much compassion and so much thoughtfulness to this show, and I just want to say thank you so much, Mallory, for being a friend and a confidant and an amazing co-worker. You are very much missed, and I'm so glad that this show is in the top five. So here we go. So, Mal, let's just jump into this. Let's do it. I think the first thing that I have noticed in spirit of joy is the magic of the connection that is going on at this conference. Yes, absolutely. There is really a, a deep sense of presence, meaning people are here. They're listening deeply to each other. They are they're approaching things, as we talked about last week with Orange J. Sofer, in a real spirit of curiosity and care, which is really meaningful and and beautiful to see like 700 people coming to something in this way. It's a lot of people to show up and immediately find some kind of common ground. Everyone we've talked to, we've found something that we have in common with them. And that's really been magical. Yeah. And sometimes it's like specific. There's other joy podcasters here, which is totally awesome. And then there's also people that like we have experiences that are so similar as to how long our show has been going on or some of the challenges that we have experienced in growing or just some of the absolute joy that we have in finding our our craft and and getting to share it with each other. Going into number two is the altruism that we are seeing here, which kind of ties into that curiosity and care. Mal, do you want to talk about what you've seen? Yeah, everyone here seems to be connecting with people and then thinking about how they can help them. If it's, you know, I've got someone that would be great for your show or are you hungry? Have you eaten? Like it's the simplest things. Um, yeah, everyone is, is coming from a place of wanting to give and be there and connect in like a very open way. Yeah. It's really inspiring and such a different kind of tone or feeling from other conferences where I have been, where there's this kind of sense of, you know, we got to get down to see all the vendors and see what kind of stuff they're giving out. And like, Take, take, take. And I think this is a really interesting space. I mean, this is 700 women. We all love this craft of podcasting so much. And it's really beautiful to see that people are coming at it from such a space of, I want to support you, a fellow person that I have literally never met. And like just sitting in the keynote this morning, um, I was sitting next to a woman who's like, hey, have you ever heard of Sarah Bliss? She, She might be a great person for your show. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you. And then in return, I said, you know, the CEO of Periscope is Liz Ross. Hello, Liz. And I said, you know what? You might, she might be a great fit for your show, which is all about leadership and growth and like, how do you manage people and inspire them in the workplace? Which, I mean, our shows aren't the same, but we just helped each other out and it was pretty cool. So awesome. And also kind of following into the, the altruism and what you're saying about everyone wanting to like, grab for stuff at other conferences, there's been a real spirit of receiving here. Mm-hmm. Not not an expectation, but receiving. Yes. It's been really beautiful to see and to receive ourselves. <laughs> and and that's our that's our third thing is the spirit of receiving. It's really interesting too that so I'm also a speaker here. I'm doing uh, something about mind mapping and content planning, which I'm super stoked about. But the interesting thing has been that the as a speaker, we've had multiple opportunities to meet with the two people who put this whole thing together. And the spirit with which they 
have approached us and set this whole thing up. I mean, from the first time we all got on a call, which we all had a call. I don't, I don't know any other conference that, that happens at. And they had a woman who very much at the stage of what is it that you want to receive? So setting the whole tone for a conference in that way, I think is important because then it's many people could take this. Maybe you manage people. Maybe you have a company, you know, maybe if you're a life coach, you interact with other life coaches, but like setting that as the intention for something is so freaking powerful because I think that even the people that are here that don't know that that was the discussion, like they all feel it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think you mentioned something like there's, there's nothing competitive here either, which is a breath of fresh air. Cause I feel like sometimes I'll just say it when you get into a male dominated space, which Mm -hmm. I believe podcasting actually is. It is. We have the numbers. It (laughs) is. We have the numbers. (laughs) When that happens, you start to feel like you have to play the game the way other people are playing it. But here we're seeing something totally different. It's totally different. Everyone has been so open about their ideas. Even if they haven't started their podcast, they're sharing what their idea is. And then seeing their excitement makes other people excited. And everyone just, again, wants to lift everyone up and... I think the the big thing there is that this is for women. This yeah. is something that the founders, Jess and Elsie, have put together. They created this, and it's all on purpose. Precisely on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I've noticed that's just hitting me right now as we're talking is, and I feel like this is an idea that's bubbling up because it, it's also something that uh, Lizzie of Collected Gain talks about. Yeah, you guys can listen to her. I interviewed her on a past episode of her show, which I'll just link up to in the show notes. But she talks about The Littlest Farm. Have you seen it, Mal? No, I haven't. Oh, oh my gosh. So it's on Netflix, I believe. I'll link that up as well. But it's about people who buy a very small farm. I believe it's, yeah, it's in Southern California. And when they buy it, it's a desert. Like, it's just, you there, You couldn't grow anything on this this land. So what they do is they hire a man who has this expertise of ecosystems. And what happens is amazing. Like they bring this, this earth back to life by doing things where they set an ecosystem in motion. So they, they start to develop manure and earthworms and then they bring in, they start planting their orchard and they release, then they start to put that manure and those earthworms around it. Anyway, so the whole thing starts to feed on each other. And as soon as there's a problem, well, there's an answer in nature that then helps solve that problem. So like they realize partway through, um, I promise this is, this is good stuff in their orchard. They start to have this infestation of snails and they're like, well, what are we going to do? Well, they had geese that lived in the pond, but then they're like, here, we could maybe bring it. Well, it turns out that geese do eat snails. So everything just kept solving itself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like here we come back to the point here of receiving. I feel like when you set something, an ecosystem in motion of everybody can receive and everybody can be altruistic, it feeds each other instead of taking away from each other so they're beautiful (laughs) (laughs) all that talk about manure but it's it's because we it's not just shit (laughs) 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 the other one is something number four was something you brought up mal do you want to talk about the mask yeah just in her opening um speech this morning was talking about how in a room of 700 women no one seems to be wearing a mask And I know the women listening to this understand what we mean by mask, but it's when you present yourself as something that isn't really all of who you are. And everyone here has been made to feel, I mean, from my perspective, it seems like everyone here has been made to feel like this is a safe space and it is okay to show up 
exactly how you are and be your weird, crazy, chatty, laughy self, like whoever that is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like they've really set it up to be in support of that too. I mean, our keynote was with Kirsten, is it Meitzner? Mm -hmm. And she wrote, or she's the host of By the Book and a bunch of other shows. And I mean, she really shared authentically, you know, things that maybe as, well, I'll just even go with I statements here. I know as a little kid, I was, I was told often that I shared too much and that I should stop sharing some of the secrets you know, and some of that I think is in, in good taste, right? Like I still, I don't talk about how much I make. I don't talk about how much my house costs. Like that's just not a comfort zone. Right. But I think there's some things that are about our story and that feel like maybe they're even family secrets that maybe we just need to put out there because there's a, there's a connection point back to the magic of connection and number yeah. one where when we drop the mask and let go of feeling like there may be shame or there may be a reason we don't want to share that thing, then we can be in this space of altruism and receiving and connection because, you know, like we know that we've had shared experiences. And I think that's really the beauty of what they have set up here about dropping the mask and showing up in an authentic space. It's actually making me think about the ecosystem as well, because when you feel safe to drop the mask, you're actually giving someone else permission to drop their mask as well. And that's kind of what's happening. There's this building. I feel like probably by Sunday, we're all going to be so ourselves that we won't recognize ourselves because we're not used to just being. So, yes, really I got exciting. Goosebumps. I know. <laughs> I cannot wait. Well, and I also feel, I mean, this is off script. Sorry. But I also feel like there's such a sense of momentum here of like yes. there are 700 people who are stepping into their freaking voice. Yes. They're being told and being shown and it's going to be a re repetition of things that they are so worthy and they are so loved and they're here for a purpose and that we are all stepping into our own spark of divinity when we start to share our story that like the ripple effect of 700 women stepping into some version of that and then sharing it. I mean, oh, it's I like know. big. I know. I'm going to do some breath work. <laughs> <laughs> and breathe. <laughs> oh, so we'll move on to number five. I, I said this in Instagram. Jumpstart your joy is my handle. If you want to go look and, and you can see we're going to be posting some pictures. So you'll see some of the conference stuff here too. But I've, I've been among my people before, you know, and, and so I, if you are people that I've hung out with, I don't want anyone here to take this the wrong way, but I have never felt so among my people as I do mm -hmm. here. And it's, I think one, I never knew that I would fall in love with podcasting. I mean, just sitting across here in a booth, like with a real mic on a boom handle and real earphones from Mallory's kind of freaking me out right the second. And yeah. it's taking me back to so my dad used to do this fake radio show with his cousin Robert when we were little like when I was a little kid and he had an eight track and Robert and he would send each other literal no I'm sorry reel to reels like the big and they would send oh a reel to each other like twice a month where they would like play the hits and talk about what's going on oh in their gosh. life it was like early it's like pen pals but, but via yeah, radio it was like an early 
analog <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so awesome. That's great. Yeah. Snail mail and everything. <laughs> dad, I love you so much. Aww. <laughs> Hi, Dad. <laughs> Thanks for showing me what was possible. I'm like, just doing it. I mean, he had an audience of one, and that is the sweetest thing I've ever heard of. And And I feel like those people... It doesn't matter what their audience is, but that they are speaking their voice and they're sharing their joy. We've heard that so many times. Mm-hmm. And they're tapping into that thing that they need to share and that needed a space and that maybe wasn't there before. And we're all here and we're like, oh my God, there's more of us. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I mean, we walked around the corner into the expo floor and I saw ladies doing a podcast about cats. I mean, tell me I'm not among my people. <laughs> And they even had a thing where you can guess how many mice were in this little the tube and then you win something. So awesome. <laughs> I don't yes. see that at other conferences. And no. I, yeah, thank you. What was the name of that show? Uh, podcasts. So go listen. I don't know what it's about, but I don't either, but clearly we, cats. Lo- we love you. Podcasts. We love it. Yay. Podcasts are go. <laughs> so awesome. So yeah, among our people. And it, it, it it's interesting the diversity here both in ideas and in people and backgrounds and races and sizes and shapes. I, I think this is an interesting time to also talk about the the numbers and the stats of the people that are here is this is for so of these 700, 90% of these people it is their first conference ever ever ever. Which is amazing because I think I've only ever officially been to one other conference, which was for some software that we were using when I worked at a credit union. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Ooh, yeah. Uh, software. software. <laughs> a lot of selfie sticks being given out. <laughs> a lot of drinking by the dudes. A lot of energy to keep up with that drinking by the dudes. Yeah. In Vegas, which. There you go. I love Vegas. Uh, but then the diversity side as well is that 40% of the speakers, I, I think they have about 70 speakers, 65 to 70. And so 40% of them are women of color and or LGBTQ. And many of them are in, are in both categories there. So that's who, who this crowd is. And it's just, it's really beautiful to see the space and to see how many different people are coming together over something they love. Like we all, I've, I would like to think we all feel like we are among our people. Yes, we are. Yeah. And then last, but not least. <laughs> definitely, definitely not least, because I think this one has flown through this whole conversation. <laughs> is the energy of this place. My lens is always, for the show, going to be joy. And how do we find our joy? And how do we choose joy in the most improbable places and in the most difficult of situations. And so many of these people are talking like, um, one of the other speakers has a show about divorce. I'll put it in the show notes cause I cannot recall what it is right now. Maybe it was how to do divorce, right? There we go. By yes. Jennifer. Also, like she just started, she's beautiful. She started crying. Like I started crying when I walked in, it was like a similar emotion that she had, but that she has created a show out of a place mm-hmm. Of, I mean, she even said, like, this was really hard. Like, this was not the easiest choice. And yet now she is happy. And now she can help other people through that. And her other angle is how to decide not to have a divorce. Just so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if, you, if you're in that space, go check her out. But it's that nugget. And it's that's the same thing that I like to talk about on for people who are looking to find their own show is something about 
how do you connect with that nugget inside of yourself where there was a really hard emotion where you were like, I know I could do this different. This was like life changing, transformational for me, for my, for my own story. That was the story of the birth of my son. And I knew I wanted something more after being diagnosed with PTSD. How do you tap into that and say, if I could just help one more person, I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to share this story, but in the service of joy, I'm going to go forth and I'm going to put this out in the world. And I think I'm seeing a ton of women who are doing that same thing. Yes. Scary as shit. I'm saying yes. I'm going to do it anyway. So yeah, that energy, everyone has mentioned joy that has been on stage, which is just, I get a ripple every time. I'm like, Oh joy, there it is again. And you're right. People are sharing things that are very vulnerable and, and they're doing it from that place. If I can just help one person. And that again is the energy here, but there's 700 of us. And so if we can all just help one person, just think about how much that's going to expand. It's I've got chills. I have no words. It's beautiful. Yeah. Just, just amazing. And so inspiring for someone like me and, and Mallory, where we're like, I, you know, I love this space. I love following joy. So it's just always good to see people that are tapping into their own purpose and their own joy saying yes and running off to do that thing that is their purpose and at the core of their soul. And then like on the other side of that is there are a lot of people that have, have had hardships in their lives and they're coming here and sharing. But I think the other thing we're getting from this is how to keep that spark, that nugget alive when things get hard. Because podcasting yeah. here, like yeah. what we're learning is how to make podcasting your business. How do you, and it could be a, a, a hobby as well. That's fine. But it's, it's going to get hard and you're going to want to quit. And I think what we're getting here are those sparks that are going to keep us going and help us remember when things get hard. I'm doing this for that one person. Yeah. Yeah, Katie of the Newsworthy talked about that a little bit. I'm so glad you brought it up. Um, but just how do you play when in the middle, when nobody's watching, when you're just kind of doing the thing and you're showing up week after week and you're not getting, you know, you're not getting awards, you're not getting the big notice, you're getting, you're just quietly doing your craft. And that is as, mo- as much, holds as much import as the times when you're at the top of iTunes or whatever. So... There are our top six things that we have noticed about the Amazing She Podcast Live and um, super excited to be recording this here with you guys. I want to give a big shout out to Buzzsprout who has hosted us here in this lovely recording booth. Yes, this is awesome. We're in a booth in the middle of the expo floor on like in a fishbowl. It's amazing. We're like people staring at it. (laughs) My introvert person is like, no, no. What are we doing? (laughs) Yeah. So big shout out to them. I'll put them in the show notes as well. And thanks you guys so much for tuning in this week. If you want to find out more about uh, Jumpstart Your Joy, you can find it, of course, jumpstartyourjoy.com. Show notes for this one are at jumpstartyourjoy.com forward slash she podcasts. And um, if you want to tune in next week, I hope you will come on back because we have the amazing Kenma O joining us. She wrote an amazing book called Target Funding. And she's come from a background of homelessness and abuse. And she helps entrepreneurs find interesting ways to fund themselves and to kind of rise above the noise of their past. So, so good. I hope you'll come back next week. And until then, I hope that your days are filled with so much joy. 